Father, we thank you. We ask and we say there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. Everyone can be you as we see ourselves in you. There is clarity. There is light. And um, your name alone is glorified. And we are edified in the name of Jesus. Amen. Alright, Second Timothy 3, verse 15. Continuing our series on our, st- our study on character of God. <clears throat> Timothy 3 verse 15 it says and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make the wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus and all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction and instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works I was said thou hast known the Holy Scripture, known is from the word I do. It means you have acquainted yourself with the Holy Scriptures and is able to make thee wise. We said wise is sophizo, and it means you are skillful, you have the right knowledge, and that is you have the wisdom of the Scriptures, not the wisdom of mass, not the wisdom of nothing, not the wisdom of something else but the wisdom of the scriptures so i we said all scriptures is given by the inspiration of god and it's profitable for doctrine doctrine is the greek word that's kalia it means it's profitable for teaching and explanation so i can explain from the scriptures when i come here I am not teaching from Napoleon E or some other books or Quran or <laughs> or something else. I am I am simply teaching from the scriptures. You know, <laughs> there's a story I listened to one time, and somebody said, um. Somebody said, it's like, so, I think somebody was somewhere, and somebody said, Oh, Bigit, ah, my pastor used to quote him a lot, too. My pastor used to put Kenneth Hagin, Bigit, and all of those things. Bigit is a preacher now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you can't blame him now. The pastor is only quoting Bigit. <laughs> so, what do you expect? <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect? So, what do you expect? So, all scriptures is given by the Spirit and is profitable for doctrine. That is, I can teach from the scriptures. I can explain from the scriptures. I can teach from the scriptures. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instruction in righteousness. Reproof is Elenosh. Miss evidence that it should be other scriptures that have evidence. We are the scriptures, I am persuaded, and I have that correction epanotosis that is, the scriptures can correct my wrongdoings, the scriptures can restore me back to my original place. That is, once my head is not straight. The scriptures can keep my head straight. Are you getting it? <laughs> Hallelujah. So it says. That the man of God, and Timothy is the man of God, and I believe that you too, you are the man of God. Maybe perfect. Perfect is the word what? Hatios. Perfect. What does Hatios mean? Furnished. It means furnished. That is, you are finished. It means you are furnished. And I say it is adequate to what? It requires what? Ah. Perfect. That the man of God may be perfect, fitted, adequate, ready to function. <laughs> God. So <laughs> that the man of God may be perfect. Second Timothy three seventeen. 
Now, the man of God may be perfect, and we said atheos. That means it's furnished and what? Adequate, ready to function. That is, you as a man of God, you are ready to function. That is, you are schooled, you are trained, you are properly tutored, and you are ready to function. Ready to function means you are ready to carry out a tax, ready to carry out a duty. What duty? The work of teaching and explaining the scriptures. You must be ready. You, you know that thing of, I am born ready. That is why you are in a training like this, in such a way that you are born ready to explain the scriptures. And you can't be lazy in explaining. You can't, you can't be lazy in explaining the scriptures. You can't be because the scriptures, the truth of the scriptures requires diligence. And I showed you in 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 where it says, Study to show thyself approved, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And I say studies from the word spudazo, it means make effort, be diligent. So, you as a preacher of the gospel must be what? Diligent with the scriptures. You must. So, the minister of the gospel is so the minister of the gospel must have an understanding of the Bible and that makes him adequate. And we said thoroughly furnishes from the word exatizo and it implies to furnish, that is, is ready, it means fulfilled, it means is done. So that is, the man of God may be thoroughly furnished unto all good works. And I said, the Bible preacher or the teacher of the gospel is in a journey to discover the truth of God. You are in a journey. We are all in a journey to discover the truth of God. And the truth of God, such as this, is like, such as the one that is before us, is the character of God. So we are all in a journey to discover the character of God. And if you read how we've been coming through, in James, look at the look at James one. We've been coming through. We said James. Let's go to James one. James one. Verse thirteen. James one verse thirteen. He said, "Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot tempt." For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. For every man is tempted when he is drawn away with, when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And when lust had conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. He now says, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good and perfect gift is from above. And it cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither what shadow of thorning. So that is God's character is light. God's character is light. He gives good gifts. He does not find fault in his giving. Is simple in his giving. So you see in James 1, you see in James 1, verse 4, is in verse 5, it says, James 1, verse 5, he says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraided not, and it shall be given him. He now says, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and thoughts. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Verse 8. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So, James, what James did is that he corrected them about being double-minded about being double-minded about God's character. So in the writing of James, you will see that James was correcting the people 
and his audience about being double-minded. And that goes today even as a Christian. As a Christian, you should not be double-minded about God. God can be, I explained to you in previous sections, I said, God can be the God that does good and the God that does evil at the same time. He can't be doing the work of the devil and being a God. Are you getting what I'm saying? We read in Luke, Luke 9. Luke 9, he says, The Son of Man came not to destroy men's life, but to do what? But to save men's life. So, he corrected them about being double-minded, about being double-minded, about God's character. That is, there is a fact, and that that fact is that God gives liberally and does not find fault. He gives liberally to all. He does not find fault in giving. So God is not a God that he will give you now and you would ask him and, and he will tell you, remember what I gave you. Don't, don't try yourself. Remember, <laughs> remember I gave you something. I gave you burger. I gave you McDonald's. You must give me back Subway. Remember I did this. You must do that. You know, that's not God's character. God's character is giving. He does not find fault. He does not, he is not double-sided. So, James presents a clear picture of God to his audience. So, one thing a Bible preacher must do is to be like James. A Bible preacher too must be like James to help the audience see God's, God's character as one. Are you seeing it? See, because the Bible, see, let me tell you something. There's something I'm going to teach you later. The Bible is a very honest book. Very honest. It's used, it documented even the imperfections of man to make you see that the people that wrote it are not perfect. But there is still a perfect God in the story. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, our work as a Bible preacher is to help men to see the character of God. Are you getting me? So, you must see the character of God as single, as not being double-minded. So, let me show you three things that James did. Firstly, he emphasized the fact that his giving is independent of the recipient. That is, the focus of prayer should be the desire of the person praying and not the character of God. Because he gives to all liberally without finding fault. And the fact that he gives liberally without finding fault is without reveableness and shadow of turning. So, God's character is seen in that way. I'll say it again. Firstly, one of the things that James did was to emphasize the fact that his giving is independent of the recipient. His giving is independent of the recipient. That is, the focus of prayer should be the desire of the person praying. So, when you are praying, what should your focus be? Your desire. It should not be on the character of God because you already know the character. What is the character of God in prayer? He is ready to give, right? Do you get it? So, God's character is that He is ready to give. He gives to all liberally without finding fault. And that fact, and the fact that He gives liberally without finding fault, is without variableness, is neither shadow of turning. I've explained this in the previous section. Lay your hand on it. Without variableness, neither shadow of turning. Now, secondly, sin, evil, and death. If I say sin, now you can put in parentheses the temptation to sin and the actual fact of sin. You can put in parentheses. Parentheses open. Parentheses close. When I mean parentheses, I mean brackets. <laughs> For people that don't understand English. 
parenthesis, so sin, the, the temptation to sin and the actual fact of sin, you can close it. Does that mean so? Because when I mean sin, I mean, the th I'm talking about the temptation to sin and the actual sin in itself. So, sin, evil, death, do not emanate from God. Do you see it? Because if you look at it, how many of you see it in James 1, verse 14 to 17, or verse 13 to 17, that, or 13 to 15, that sin does not emanate from God? How many of you see it? So, is God's action in sin? No. It is man's action. Because if you read in verse 13, James 1 verse 13, he says, Let no man say, when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempts any man. And I've explained no man, I've explained say, I've explained tempted, I've explained evil, I've explained sin, I've explained every man is tempted, drawn away with his own lust and enticed. I've explained when lust is conceived, I've explained bringeth forth, <laughs> I've explained. Bring it forth. I've explained, do not err. Plan now. Alright? Yes, sir. What does plan now mean? I want to check your note again. What does plan now mean? To go astray. To go astray. So, so like I said, secondly, sin, sin, and I put, and I told you, put in parentheses, the temptation to sin and the actual fact of sinning, evil and death does not emanate from God. How many of you agree? So, if somebody tells you, um, God is behind this, and that's an evil thing, is he right? Evil and death do not emanate from God. And the fact that they do emanate from Him, and the fact that they do not emanate from Him, can never change. The fact that they do not emanate from Him can never change. So it means, if it did not change many years ago, it's not about to change in 2022 or 2027 or 2030. No. So sin, evil and death do not emanate from God. And the fact that they do not emanate from him can never change. So God can never be behind sin. God can never be behind death. God can never be behind evil. Does it make sense? Yes. Can never be. Thirdly, God only gives good and perfect gifts. And the fact that he only gives good and perfect gifts is without variableness and what? Shadow of turning. So, God only gives good and perfect gifts. And the fact that he only gives good and perfect gifts is without variableness and shadow of turning. So, God only gives good and perfect gifts. And the fact that he only gives good and perfect gifts is without variableness and what? Shadow of turning. So, firstly, let me say, come again. Firstly, James was emphasizing the fact that his giving is independent of the recipient, that is, the focus of prayer should be the desire of the person praying and not the character of God. If he gives to all liberally without finding fault, and the fact that he gives liberally without finding fault is without variableness and shadow of turning. Secondly, sin, parenthesis, the temptation to sin and the actual sin, actual act of sinning, evil and death do not emanate from God, and they do not emanate, and the fact that they do not emanate from God and they do not emanate from me can never change. Thirdly, God only give good gifts, good and perfect gifts. And the fact that he only give good and perfect gifts is without variableness and shadow of turning. Hence, James was addressing their double-mindedness about the character of God. So James was correcting their mind 
to in it 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 apply it, it it implies that there is a view that a man can have about the character of God in his mind, and your mind has to change about it. You know, somewhere in your heart, you still believe. You know, I was I was telling you about in the first session. I was telling you some of the some of the things you could still have about God. Okay, I I used car dedication for instance. I used um, in, in fact even baby dedication, self. So some people, some people come and do baby dedication. Some people do phone dedication. Some people, some people say, um, some people say, bring your. There was in, there was one service I went for when I was younger. They said bring your tools. If you are a student, you bring your biro. If you are a nurse, you bring your something. So I was not thinking, what if there was somebody walking, walking where they was making cups? Would the person bring <laughs> a coffee? It says you bring your tools, what you are using to work. Uh, people working in mortuary, would they bring a dead body or something? Or the coffin? Or ice water? Or, or, or what, which other thing they used to use to clean the... the <laughs> and they say they should come and anoint it. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of funny perceptions that people have. Some people say that is why in a church like ours we don't use symbols. Symbols we mean you will never find us use something like anointing oil. I have never I've never used it in service with you people before. I've <laughs> I've used it for people other people, but not <laughs> not in my service with you people. When I say other people, there was one white woman Sorry to even give the tag. There was a woman I was I was I was teach out that that I met one time. Pastor was having one that told me to go and pray for her. So I told the pastor that she believes so much in oil. I said, use it. I said, okay. Me too. I'll be waiting for her with poor oil or somebody said before. <laughs> so, I, I, I poured it anyway. I let the glory feed the person. I, I, let, I remember one time my pastor said many years ago, he said he was praying for the sick. He said maybe the very first time he saw a blind eye open. He said he poured oil very well on the person. He said let the glory feed the person. <laughs> so, that, so that when the person is done, when the eyes will see, he said, the person saw. Interestingly, because that's what worked for the person. But you can actually do without sim. In fact, I'm going to have it. I have something I'm drafting out very soon. I'm going to teach you on all this anointing, hoy, the anointed, and all of it. What it means, because you really have to be. One thing is, if I tell you something is wrong, I have to really show you exactly in the scripture what it means. Does that make sense? Why it should not be so? So once once we start using symbols and all those practices, it is making you dull spiritually. When we start using candu, you know some churches they use candu. They say go and light candu, pray around the candu. <laughs> that, that just looks like a like movie to me. And they do it in real life. Go buy candu. I remember there was a church my father took me to many years ago when I was much younger because I was the problem child in my family. So they took me to this prophetess, and this prophetess said I should. Every morning, they gave me a soap. They gave me a sponge. <laughs> yes. I think, they, did they give me a bowl? I don't know. She prayed for me. She gave me a sponge. She gave me a bowl. She said, every time I want to bath, I should read Psalm 35 on my water. So, my mother will supervise me because my mother knows that I'm very stubborn. <laughs> that I will not do it. So, before I bath, my mother will stand in the toilet. Have you finished reading the Psalm 35? Have you finished? She will stand at the door of the toilet. Shorty Kato, have you finished reading it? So which I will read all the Psalm 35 for the water. I don't know how. How? Wait, with the water listing. So I will read Psalm 35 on the water. Then I will use this. Anointed, they call it anointed sponge and soap to bath. Such. And I believe, I believe that's idol worship. <laughs> so, so, does that mean that, you know, 
that is making people dull spiritually. So does that mean that I can't pray for somebody now who is having a problem and the person is free? So I have to now tell the person, go and use sponge. You know, that's what some people like. Honestly. My pastor was sharing a story of many years ago. He said somebody came to his house and he prayed for the person. The person was now wondering, ah, is that her? I was say, see, search my room. Check under my bed. <laughs> Dust all my clothes. Did you see anything called Ifadie or Voodoo? But he said, no. He said, so all I have is what I just did for you. If you don't believe it, it's your choice. <laughs> you know some people want one gym gym thing. They just want bean. Just want you to eat the point. Eh -hey. So you say, eh -hey. why would I not go and bath? They tell you, don't bath for two days. Go to the market square. Break a egg. Turn it, twirl it, twirl it around your head. Twirl it, twirl it, twirl it. They now fling it. Go to Walmart parking lot. Take a bath. <laughs> or go to Arietta Road, stand in the middle of the road because it is falling. Honestly, when we were younger, when we used to go to all these summer lessons, we used to see a lot of all these sacrifices on the road. Don't you don't look at oh, who eats it? Bible says there is no gods. <laughs> Your mind has to be clear about certain things. See, let me tell you. From a young age, I've known something. If I hit any deadly thing, ha, it will not hurt me. I've known it. If there's not anything that I knew from a young age, I knew that one. It says you eat any deadly thing. I'm not saying you should not deliberately think I eat poison. You see that? No. <laughs> but it will not hurt me. So you must be very clear about the character of God. Your perceptions has to be clear. And in teaching it, it has to. Why did you fail exam? Why is it that you want to blame God? You just simply did not read enough. Or you were looking for expo. You know what expo means? Expo means you're looking for a cheat. You're looking for cheats, 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 cheats things. And maybe your teacher is giving you AOC. You know what AOC means? Era of consecration. Concentration, not consecration. Era of concentration. Your teacher has given you AOC. The AOC does not look like AOC in the exam. Where your teacher said, don't read, this way it came out. <laughs> you know, there's some Nigerian. I would say, eh, Nigerian teachers? Oh, I don't know where they breeded those words from. They will not tell you after. They will say, so, so you mean you did not read everything I taught you? You are waiting for a special point. You know, so you just did not pass the exam. It's that simple. Don't blame God. Police arrested you. Why? You were overspeeding. It's not God. Simple. Police stopped you. Why? You were, your light was not on. There's no God. There's no God factor there. Police stop you. Why? You child did something wrong. Why is it? Why is the first thing just ah God? Why, why, ah. You know the first thing is God. Ah, boy, I prayed. You know, you know, oh you first you first start evaluating everything you did. Lord, I prayed now. Ah, I was even talking. See, let me tell you. There was one day I was traveling. I I have spoken in tongues for about six, seven hours straight, listening to messages. As I just finished playing it, I just said, let me switch to alarm day like this. Beast. Two minutes, police just stopped me. I said, ah, I was not thinking in my mind. Is it because I switched to this thing? So when it, when, it, when, when, and I, I delete, I had to ask first. Because when they really stop you, you know, they will first wait before they come in. And I, what did I do wrong? You say, where well, you were going something. I said, okay. 
it's better to tell me that one than for me to be thinking, ah, is it the only day I just played just two minutes after? <laughs> it can't be now. This is God's plan. This is also God's plan. <laughs> just joking. So, it's, you just have to be clear on God's character. Who you shook when you were eating is not God. <laughs> you just simply choked. You just did not drink enough water. Are you getting what I'm saying? You see yourself in the hospital. Suddenly, you did not take care of your health. You did not take care of your body. Are you seeing it? It could not have been God giving you sickness. Nope. Or your body just broke down. Nope. So you're not going to be like the disciples saying, <laughs> 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 Who sinned? Is it, <laughs> is it the man? <laughs> You don't understand that question. Is it my parents? Is it the sin of the... You know why they are saying it? Remember Ezekiel, the sin of the generation. <laughs> so they are thinking, has he passed down to the guy? Is he a generational <laughs> sickness? So you don't be like those people asking dumb questions. <laughs> you know, and that's how a lot of churches are till tomorrow. You go and meet a pastor. Pastor, pray for me. This is what is going on. Pastor will ask you. Hmm. Tell me the problem in your family. Has this happened in your family? Questions that doctors will ask you. <laughs> you know, if you're having something like eye blood pressure, those are the questions. Is it what tell me the condition in your family? Is it your family history? Is it is it genetic? Pastor too is telling you, is it our pastor to pray? Pastor is telling you. I see. Has it been in your family? Oh, it's power of the power's house. <laughs> it's father's house. Every power. Attempting to make me sick. Attempting. Emphasis on attempting. You have not even been sick. You are like Job. It may be. <laughs> you know, Job is a very funny guy. Maybe. You know, some of you just sit down someday. You don't be thinking. Maybe. Maybe I've offended God like this. Maybe the reason why my life is not moving, especially people that don't have papers in America. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I should not have come. Maybe this is not even God's plan for my life. Maybe it's not God's timing. Maybe I came at the wrong. You just did not have paper. It's that simple. Or maybe somebody jitted you or somebody broke your heart. It may be. Maybe the person, maybe I took, you just dated somebody that is unfortunate. <laughs> You just, <laughs> you just did tell somebody that was unfortunate. That's all. <laughs> it's that simple. It's, it's that simple. So, James was addressing God's their double-mindedness. He was. You know, especially people that don't have papers in America. It may be. It may be. Maybe the reason why my life is not moving forward. Check it. They are the ones that is in deliverance centers. Isn't it for them to be looking for connection? Looking for a way forward. They are the ones always full, looking for, hey, ha, ah, hey, oh Lord. And you see, a lot of people, you know all those culture of your parents always carrying your picture everywhere. I know that my mother's post, my picture is there. I know. I know. I know. In Nigeria, I knew the picture she was always taking. I knew that one. But I don't know the one she's taking now. I don't know. But in Nigeria, I knew that one. That one, they anointed that picture to my head. Start looking white in the picture. <laughs> 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 there's this channel. You just you show your picture, you know? You, you know? So, you know where they got it from? It may be. Job. Job. It may be so that my children, they don't know where they are, my children. I don't know what he did wrong, but so that God will not be offended. Let me quickly take him to the altar. They will now lay your pictures on the altar. Lord, see favor. And they will lie down with it. Lord, see favor. I know it's a superstition too. It's a superstition too to always think. Yeah. It's a superstition too to always think that God is in the pulpit. Imagine this kind of our church now. Where is God? <laughs> where is God in this place? <laughs> or where is God here? You know, it's me. So, how do you want to come and pray? 
And you know, that is why also, also in, in having a church building too, it's not so good too, to demarcate the pulpit so strong so that it will not be the holiest of holies that man cannot, unapproachable like that no man has seen or been to or will ever be, you know. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense because it will create a falsehood in their mind. Are you getting me? It will create a falsehood in the mind of the audience about the character of God. It will. I used to tell people, I say, when I give it to a child, I want my child to see that character of God in me first. So that when they are growing up and learning it, they will be saying, ah, that's my daddy. That, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm consciously wanting to work on that when I give birth to a child. In such a way that my son or my daughter will be able to see and say, ah, when I'm teaching, he's a father of light who give good gifts. They'll say, hmm, that is like that. That is like that. But you know, we, we can't relate. Some of you can't relate. <laughs> we ask good gift for your father. If I slap you. Leave <laughs> 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 what do you do? Honestly, <laughs> you know, some people will say, if you pass your exam, I'll buy you a phone. If you fade it, so you are walking towards it, you are walking towards <laughs> it. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but it, no, honestly, it's not bad. It's just to motivate your child to work harder. But the deal of the matter is this. The character of God is not like that. That's not who God is. Where you have to walk, 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 walk out to get something. No. So, we have to clear that in our minds. We have to. James 1.17 says, He calls God the Father of light. Because if this is not clear in our mind, it will affect how we see and relate with God. If it is not clear in our mind, it will affect how we see and relate with God. It will affect our, our worship. It will affect our our devotion. It will affect our Christian life. It will affect everything. James 1.18 says, he says, he is the father of light. And this was referring, it's, it's, James 1.18 says, of his own will, he begat us with this word of his first fruit, that we should be the first kind of his creation. James 1.19, no, okay. Now, when he says of, he begat us, he begat he us. So, that's to tell you that James was talking to him and his audience. He's referring to him and his audience. Also, he begat us. Of, begat all he us with the word of truth that we should be first fruit of his creation. This was definitely referring to believers. That is the man in Christ, the new creation. Second Corinthians 5 verse 17. When it's Second Corinthians 5 verse 17, look at it there. It says, if any man be in Christ, the new creation, all things are passed away, behold, all things have become new. Second Christ, Second Corinthians 5 17, Galatians 6 verse 5. Um, Ephesians 2.15, Ephesians 4.20, Ephesians 4.24, Galatians 5.15, Galatians 6.15, Galatians 6.15 says, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor circumcision, but a new creation. Ephesians 2.15, it says, Having abolished in the flesh, the enmity, even the law of the ordinances contained, the law, the law of commandment contained in the ordinances for to make in, in himself of two in one new man, so making peace. Ephesians 4 verse 24. Ephesians 4 verse 24, it says, And ye have put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Colossians 3 verse 10. Colossians 3 verse 10. So James was referring to the new creation, the believer in Christ. Colossians 3 verse 10. You have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that has created him. So in James 1 verse 19, he now says, My beloved brethren. So when he used the word, my beloved brethren, 
my beloved brethren. It's from the word agapitos hadelphos. Agapitos hadelphos. It refers to love shared among folks of the same womb. Agapitos. Agape, you put T-O-S. And Adelphos. Adelphos. A-D-E-L-P-H-O-S. Agapitos. Agelphos. Referring to love shared among folks from the same world, from the same parentage. So when James is using my beloved virgin, he was referring to believers. So you see it in James 2 verse 1 2. He says, my brethren. Have not, my brethren, have not faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. It says, so just to one, and you see in um, Romans 10 verse 17, when it says, have the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, Romans 10 verse 17. You see in James 5 verse 14, James 5 verse 14, Romans 10 verse 17 is talking about, uh, Look, look, look at Romans 10 verse 17 where it says uh, uh, with the mouth man believeth unto salvation and um, so faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God alone hearing by the word of God not hearing by the word of God alone so when it says my brethren have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ the Lord of glory so he was, resp- he was responding in that of salvation you see in James 5 verse 14 Send his sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. So you see, he says the elders of the church, and he uses any. When he says any, it's talking in context with the members of the church. So when he says it's any, that is the members of the church, and he says let them pray. In verse 16, it now says, in verse 16, it says, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth more. So he, he was talking to brethren. He was talking to believers. So, but yet, so they were believers now. They were Christians. But yet, in verse 8, he says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. In James 4 verse, that's James 1 verse 8. Look at James 4 verse 8 also. He says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So, he was making them understand. And he says, look at what he says. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. So, he was making them understand that yet they were believers, Christians, but yet they were still double-minded. They still were not clear about the character of God. They still were not understanding and appreciating the character of God, yet even as Christians. So, and you can have Christians like that today. You can have friends like that tomorrow. Who, who will tell you, I'm a Christian, but see, <laughs> I remember when I first met Kwelumi many years ago, she said, ah, who? <laughs> I have problems, who? Problems, the, the, the kind of problems I'm having. <laughs> he said, I know the kind of family I came from. We have generational, <laughs> generational issues. <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, ah, which kind of issues are this that God cannot deliver? Even if these issues, what issues is bigger than in the name of Jesus, this is stopped. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? But some people think that it's until they do 21 days deliverance, 70 days, 70 days marathon cleansing, <laughs> 70 days they lock them in church, they, they do marathon, they say you should eat anything white. So you eat white egg, you, you, you eat egg without the yolk. Because it's white. You eat uh, gari without you eat gari. You eat gari. You eat uh, yam with no sauce. You eat rice with no stew because it's it's white. Anything, anything white. <laughs> so, yet they were believers. So James was talking to Christians. They're not all believers now. So one of the things I'm trying to emphasize to you now is that he was talking to Christians, but yet the believers can be double-minded. And there are a lot of believers today going to church, faithful in church. You know, some people think, because if I, if I sweep the church now, God has a special blessing to bless me. I don't know if you know that some people think like that, that, ah, just let me be sweeping the church. 
Just let me, it's because their mind is double-minded. They feel like if they do something, they will get something. No. So you see, their service, so you know, if they get it now, somewhere in their hearts, they will stop. Because they've got it why they were, they've got it with the reason. Because their heart is not sincere. So you see that, just no understanding the character of God can throughout your whole Christianity. It can throughout your entire Christian walk. Some are coming to church faithfully, not because they want to come to church, but because it's just like some people now, they are coming to church because of what God did not promise. You know, maybe the preacher promised them false hope. Come to church, you will, you will get a house. <laughs> no. <laughs> in the scriptures, in Acts 2, <laughs> they shared their houses too. In fact, they sold their land to, <laughs> to make sure that believers are comfortable. Come to God, He will give you money. How much have you had since you are a Christian? You know, that's why some people are in church. So if they now tell them now that that's the reason why you should not be in church, they will stop being in church. It's just like when tithing issue were going on. Somebody asked me, one of my friends now asked me, the person was in India, the person asked me, so you mean, the person says, so you mean that tithing is wrong? I said, no, you are hearing the devil. Giving is not wrong. But you should not give under an obligation. You should give willingly, simple. As a Christian, they should not be telling you to give a percentage. You should be able to give 100%. They should not be giving you and telling you 10 is just like a minimum. Now, you know what some people did now? Because of that era where tithing, you know, I think it was 2017 or 2018, where there was a doctrinal in the body of Christ on tithing. And suddenly, boom, some people say, I'm not giving again. If people now mention money now in, in their message, they'll say, he's a false preacher. You see, they, they hear the devil. That's because their worship or their, they were taught wrongly. But imagine you are taught rightly now. You won't, you will know that, ah, we are giving for the cause of the gospel. Right? You know that we are giving for the advancement of the cause of the ministry. So, the character of God, if it is not properly explained, your Christian work will just be moving like... It just be thrust to our through. <laughs> so, yes, Job, um, I say Job, um, James was talking to believers, but believers who did not understand, who were double-minded and did not understand the character of God. So, a man must be clear. So you must be clear in your mind, right? Yes. You must. You must be clear in your mind. How IRS did not pay your, you, you, you file for tax. How IRS, IRS say you are, you are owing is not good. <laughs> you simply overworked. You simply did not, you simply overworked or you simply did not, you just overworked or something just happened. Simple is not good. It's not, ah, God, why? Something did not work out well. You applied that they did not pick you. You've applied for like 10,000 jobs. All the jobs kept saying, sorry, it's unfortunate that we have decided to move to the next step. It's not God. It's not God trying to teach you a lesson to be patient. No, you just did not get selected. <laughs> it's that simple. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting me? You apply, you have applied to several places. You have, in fact, you are even, you've, there's no even job again to apply to. <laughs> Everything you have applied to, can't tell you, sorry, unfortunately, we have moved on with the next candidate. Unfortunately, we have moved on to the next candidate. Unfortunately, the ones that tell you, they say you will work, you get paid $2 per hour. <laughs> it's not God. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not God. So use your common sense. So common sense is not. Is, um, that's not what I said. Common sense is not. Is not outdated. With as a Christian, you have to use your senses and use it. You are trying to relocate to another state. In your relocation, you have applied to several places. You are not thinking. Maybe because the reason why it's not working out is that God is not involved. Maybe maybe God is trying to let me stay back. No. In fact, some, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you will get all the all this stuff and it's still not the will of God. <laughs> you get everything done and it's still not the will of God. So the character of God must be clear in your mind. 
So a believer must be clear. He must know who God is, what he can do, what he cannot do, what he will not do, what God will not do. God will not put sickness in the in the, in in the believer and say, even a non-believer, God will not put a sickness and say he wants the person to be you know some people say he wants the person to be sick so that the person will be so that the person will get saved. When the person is here, the person will not get saved. No. Have you not prayed for unbelievers before and they've been healed? You have. So they just say, yes, yes, but they don't really believe in what you said. But they shall go healed. It's, it's how it works. So a man must be clear in his mind about the character of God. About who he is, what he can do, what he cannot do, what he will not do, and what he can never do. So with that said now, So, we, we, you must be clear in your mind. So, that is said. So, as, as a Christian, you must have the right mindset. Right? You must have the right mindset about the character of God as revealed in the world. So, your mindset must be clear. Are you getting me? Your mindset must be what? So, you must not think of I want you to understand something. You must not think of once a challenge is going on with you, it is God. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? You must not see it that way. That, oh, this challenge is happening to me now because it is God is involved. This uh, situation is happening to me now because God is trying to teach me a lesson. We saw it in Matthew 5, that the same rain that fall on the just, right, is the same rain that fall on the unjust, right? So, it's to let you know that God's character, if a Buddhist, an idol worshiper, prays to God, the Lord Jesus, give me this, he's ready to give, without looking at his condition. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? So, now, if it is about, okay, if it is God's character, wait, if it is God that is in the supply chain of money, hope you know it's Christians that will be the richest today. Which church does Elemos go? Mass. Or Bigate. said he's an atheist. Jeff Bezos, what church did they go to the? And the, 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 they have the biggest money. Are you getting what I'm saying? Dangote is the richest black man. Aliko Dangote is a Muslim. Are you seeing? Some say, but Chick fil A is a Christian company. Chick fil A is a Christian company. We know. But is Chick fil A the richest company in the world? <laughs> Are you seeing it? So are you seeing that when people start saying Christian company, Christian this, Christian comedy, Christian Christian Twitter, Christian Christian It's good though, but if you want to do business, do business and make money as a human being, not as a Christian. <laughs> what you want to do, don't use your Christian mind though. You say you want to you want to you want to work in love with somebody. Some sometimes in business you require contention. Sometimes you have to contend. This person is you have to beat the person. What is doing? Let's say you are a runner. You are running. Let's say just like Toby and Musa and that just won this thing, and you and she's running and she see the Jamaica girl running in photo and she let me work in love. I don't have to compete with her. Let me work in love. Okay, you see, you see, you see how she will win. You see how she will win. Let me know, let me know, let me know. Are you getting what I'm saying? You must be clear. In your academies, just read. You will pass. You don't need. <laughs> Do you notice that 
it is not even Christians mostly that I always take first. Because Christians, they are spiritualized and saying, Lord, show me the exam. 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 Somebody is born in the midnight candle and reading. He has said, show me the exam. Show me the exam. Your eyes of, your eyes of understanding will be enlightened. It's not for your book. It's for the scriptures. When you are praying Pauline prayer, it doesn't have anything to do with the natural. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's just for the ministry, the work of the ministry. That's why you will notice that 90, am I saying 90? 98% of the prayers in the scriptures, in the epistle, is knowledge and is strictly for the work of ministry. It doesn't have anything to do with your natural. I remember my friend now asked my pastor, I said, so, what is the scripture for our natural need? My, friend, my pastor said, Philippians 4 verse 14. Philippians 4 verse 14. Verse 13. It says, don't be anxious for anything. But a prayer and supplication. Let your request be made. That's the only scripture you have for your natural need. So you want to just ask anything you want to ask. <clears throat> I remember I was watching my pastor one time. He says, you say you want to ask somebody will tell you ask for anything ask for anything can you ask god for all my jeep now and it will come or all messages will oh yeah ask ask be asking now Lord, I see what, uh, have you seen it you see it in the spirit they tell you so when it's not getting to november time it's just like ember month is about coming now you just have seen some church saying preservation season preservation season there's a spirit of the ember that that does not make people see any spirit that you just, the prayer of people will start tilting to any spirit that will not make you see the 2023 will die you know even this new year thing is just a myth this new year thing is just a myth that you wake up you wake up in the morning it's just date and time simple it's, See, happy new year, January 1. Welcome to a new is it happy new year? You two you start forming. You two you start forming. You start forming new year, new me, new year, new resolution, new year, new devotion, new year, new something. We know. But you know that if something happened to you January 1st, you start thinking, he he means my year is going to be bad. You just say, he I'll start again. Or let's say you have accident in January, say, this is not a good year too. I remember one year like that. My mother beat favor very bad. Favor started saying, Mommy, you know it's a new year. Mommy, you know it's a new year. <laughs> I said, so? My mother beat favor very well. She said, this is a bad way to start this year. This year, at the end of the year, nothing happened to her. <laughs> They just beat you on a January first. You see, <laughs> you know a lot of people have spiritualized that January first, January first, January first, January first. Some people, uh, there's something that used to happen in, in crossover time in Nigeria. I noticed it. Once it is getting to twelve, um, eleven fifty, the church will suddenly be full. Where the crowd is to come from? I don't know. People, people that you did not see. There are some people that we only we only see them only on crossover night. In services. And two. And church will tell you. And, and the pastors too will not make you feel good. As you cross over. What are you crossing over on? As you cross over. We are in this. I see and I declare. In this new year. Your life will be prosperous. Still, you don't have a job. And your life will be possible. Don't get a job and your life will, and see how your life will be. So if your prayer request for the me to as a young child, educational breakthrough, educational breakthrough, financial prosperity. Oh, it's in my work. Oh, it's in, in my sat. Don't read. Jump with jump. Sat with sat. You will sat and you will sat. You will sat and you gas. Fulfill the word. <laughs> so it's just like saying you do not you want to enter university and you do not apply. How? Would your admission just come to your door? Oh, you get what I'm saying. So some things are just and you know what? A human being just have a way of attributing everything. He's God. He's God. Oh, he's God. 
Who is God? Who is God? It's not God. Some things, it is you. <laughs> it is you sometimes. You are the cause behind it. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are the one. You did not read, you feel you are the cause. You did not work and you want to have money. And you are trained with the Lord, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, supernatural supply. Supernatural supply, it will come. <laughs> Be waiting for supernatural supply. Bible say, he that does not work should not eat. <laughs> he does not work should not eat. Waiting for supernatural supply, say, I want to work on water. I want to work on water. I want to, I'm trusting God. I'm trusting No God. Trust. It's not wrong to trust God, but also play your own part. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, going to school is also playing your part. You know, doing that business and taking a leap of faith. I'm looking at some faces. Doing that business is also playing your part in your richness. In your richness. <laughs> take that step, you know. Take it. Don't stop saying God, 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 God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Take this step. And so you just have to be clear. So God is ready to give. You are just the one not receiving, and you are just the one not clear about his thought. Hallelujah. Did that make sense? All right.